0: Podcast, my name is Cory Flanagan. And
1: I'm Leanne Davidson. Leanne, why don't you go ahead and tell us what's on the pod today? Why of course. So today we're gonna to cover one of our favourite spots in India thus far. Kerala! Perala, Perala, Perala. So we're gonna cover Kochi, the backwaters, Varkala, and a nifty little meditation workshop that we did near oh. Trivenjum. We went and found our Zen
0: that's right so uh, you can always support us by listening and subscribing and reviewing uh, wherever you get your podcasts and make sure you're following us on Instagram make sure you what sorry make sure you're following us make sure you follow us on Instagram keep up with our travels we are in the lovely Sri Lanka as we are recording this right now um, at Small Worlds on Instagram and Facebook, and as always, www.smallworldspodcast.com. Uh, we just released an amazing video that we did in Nepal, and so you should go to the website, check that out, and let us know what you think.
1: This episode is brought to you by Avail Car Sharing. Rental cars are so 2019. Yep. In 2020, we borrow cars instead of renting cars. And Avail Car Sharing makes driving easy by connecting locals who have those cars with travelers who need those cars.
0: Yep, they are uh, brought to you and supported by Allstate Insurance coverage on every trip. And now Avail is available in Denver, Chicago, Phoenix, Houston, Dallas, and Salt Lake City.
1: So many cities.
0: Use the promo code SMALLWORLDS to get $15 off when you book a car, and learn more today at availcarsharing.com. That's A-V-A-I-L, carsharing.com. So let's start with five things to know about Kerala. Pray tell. It is the most southern state, or the tip of India, if you will. The tip.
1: Just the tip.
0: If you are heading over to Sri Lanka afterwards, as many people seem to do, it's going to be one of the cheaper places to fly from. Um, and do note that at this time, there is not a boat connecting you to Sri Lanka, which seems like a logical thing to do is it's not very far, but there's not, so you got to fly or you can probably pay a fisherman to paddle you.
1: Or well, you can just blow up your little explorer and paddle yourself. Yeah. Give it a go. Who knows? Kochi is the world's first completely solar-powered airport. Exciting.
0: Fun facts. Uh, one of the best things to do down there is uh, to go explore the backwaters. The main one is in Alipay. There are other quieter places that you can go as well.
1: Yeah, if you have the time to explore this 900 kilometers of network waterways, you can also kick it off from Kottayam and Kollam.
0: Yeah, Alipay is just the main hub, and it happens to be the one that we went to. Kerala is also India's number one exporter of spices, mainly pepper, but there's many others as well, and they've been part of the spice trade for generations.
1: Generations and generations. Um, Not just confined to backwaters and cultural interests, however, there are also a bunch of different animal sanctuaries to go and spot some wildlife on a tour.
0: Tigers, elephants, a plethora of birds. Lots of tourists. Yeah, you can see tourists from all over the place.
1: Go check it out. What are the backwaters, I hear you say? Well, the backwaters are a beautiful network of large and small rivers intertwining, surrounded by rice paddies and jungle. And there's a load of communities that live on the side of the rivers. Yeah, it's
0: pretty cool just to see these kids doing their daily commuting, walking around the rivers. There's people bathing in the rivers. And I
1: think probably urinating in them too, which seems kind of counterproductive. Uh, But these are communities with shops and cafes and some really nice houses,
0: actually. They like to call themselves the Venice of the East, which may be a little bit of a stretch. Hey, I uh, let you
1: hold my hand for five minutes on the boat.
0: There was some touching.
1: Pretty romantic. Uh,
0: find them mostly in Alapuza. This is the name of the region, and then Alape is the name of the town where most of these uh, tours kickstart. Uh, but as you, as we mentioned earlier. You can find them in other cities too. Uh,
1: there's a huge range of boats, but overall, this is an elegant excursion. Uh, some of the boats are like seven bedrooms, where entire families or large groups of friends can enjoy multiple days on the water. You can get a private chef, rooms of AC, relaxing days, just cruising the canals, getting fucked up on to hot tod- not hot toddy toddy on the side toddy. just toddy. Um, but they're up to like five hundred dollars a night. We looked onward and wished we had a casual five hundred dollars to throw away. Didn't we?
0: We did. Uh, but we also, we equally wanted to go the other way, and we wanted to, we were, we were dead set on trying to get a local fisherman in a sarong to row us around. Apparently that's not a thing. We somehow couldn't find a guy in a sarong, so we just scratched the whole idea.
1: Yeah, but I mean, if we had, we also would have helped him paddle around.
0: River people of Kerala, fashion is important.
1: Come on, the sarong was a key point of that.
0: We should have bought a sarong and brought it to the Fisher. I
1: know, we should have just got the driver to wear it. Our mistake.
0: Um, you can also go in the other direction and rent a kayak with or without a guide. You can propel yourself around that way. You definitely wouldn't want to fall in, which we saw and felt so bad for this young chap.
1: Oh my God, bless him. We did a um, We did a four hour cruise on a very comfortable boat with just the two of us at sunset just out of you know that was what was available Um, super affordable we were able to see all of the canal sizes because we went out on this first boat which was so comfortable padded out with cushions, and then we were transferred to a smaller boat for an hour to get us into the smallest canals, and I think it was around $10 US each.
0: Yeah, wasn't much at all. We, we went around, we went out to the main port where you see the big houseboats. Talked talk to those guys for a little bit, but they weren't willing to give us the deal that we were looking for, so we just started walking up and down the canal and found a uh, guy that was willing to work with us, and so we got exactly what we wanted, which was four-hour cruise around sunset. It was just lovely. Um, you, know, you need to note, um, it can get pretty busy, especially during peak season. Which
1: is around December, January, we do believe.
0: Uh huh. We think. We were there, what, a week, two weeks before Christmas, mm-hmm. and it wasn't terribly busy. So probably things just really start peaking around uh, Christmas, New Year's. It's definitely a honeymooner spot. Unusually quiet for the time of year, but overall, lovely experience. Must do if you're ever in Kerala and it is the main business, so it's really easy to find people to get you out on those canals.
1: So earlier I mentioned the solar powered airport, which is in Kochi. So let's talk about 24 hours in Kochi City. Um, most people arrive either here or in Trivandrum and then head to the backwaters.
0: Yeah, we went to Kochi first as we were coming down from Goa and it just made sense. From there we headed south, but we stayed in Fort Kochi for a few days and we would recommend you just get into town and find a homestay, which is the most popular form of accommodation.
1: But it's probably the wisest choice because then you get some of that delicious Is home cooked Indian food, and you can have a good old chinwag with a local and learn more about the area.
0: Americans, a chinwag, I'm told, has different definitions around the world. The Australians, it's a yarn? Yarn. Yarn. That's what you call string. Yeah. Yarn. Yeah, Yeah. yarn. Yarn! Or yarn. Yarn. All right, thank you for clearing that up. Anywho, You're going to want to check in, drop your bags, and the first thing that we recommend is that you ask your host to book a ticket for the Kathakali dance that evening.
1: More to come on that later in the pod.
0: Definitely. So head out to the streets, find yourself a tuk-tuk driver, and have them take you around to all the historical sites on the Fort Kochi Island, museums, temples, churches. You can see the original way that they do laundry in the area.
1: And the original way of ironing. This old lady had, like, coal-powered... I guess it was literally iron, but it was so heavy.
0: She was strong. She was, like, in her late 70s, and I don't know if I could have lifted this. I lake. couldn't.
1: I literally tried, and I couldn't lift it.
0: Yeah, it was wild. Then you're going to go check out the Chinese fishing nets. Be, a, be very wary of their scams.
1: And the fact that they're not actually Chinese.
0: Well, they're Mongolian, Portuguese, Chinese... What's the difference in the end? You know
1: what? Well, it was a group What's effort. Why just label it by Chinese? Um, Typical this whole, Chinese, eh? This
0: whole tour really shouldn't cost you more than three or 400 rupees.
1: And one thing to remember is that the Tuk Tuk drivers will also insist to bring you by shops because they have this deal with the shops to receive a fuel co- coupon or like rice and stuff. Uh, it is good to help them out. We didn't mind for a little while, but after the ninth shop, it does get annoying. So once you are fed up, do just let them know and they're pretty cool about
0: it. Yeah, they seem to be. Kochi's pretty hot and humid, so after this tour, which is probably going to take you anywhere from two to three hours, uh, might be a good time to go relax in the A.C. back at the homestay, or check out one of the mini classy coffee shops around town. This place had an abundance of them. 5 p.m., you're going to head to the Kathakali Dance to watch the performers applying their own elaborate makeup, Six to seven is the performance, it's singing, there's intense percussion going on, and they <laughs> dancing. Same.
1: And these guys, they are heavy, but my oh my, are they light on their feet.
0: Sumo ballerinas.
1: I can't believe how graceful they are. I would know nothing about being graceful. and It's wow.
0: unbelievable. These guys are uh, essentially professionally trained actors that spend years perfecting their facial control to convey the mood.
1: It's definitely a must-do. It was such a unique experience for us to do. Um, It was just like a sensory overload, but it was very enjoyable.
0: Yeah. After that, head back to your homestay for the traditionally home-cooked dinner.
1: You have to try the fish masala. They basically spice up this fish, cook it in a banana leaf, and it is delightful.
0: Add some spicy masala sauce and some some sautéed veggies, a little rice on the side. You got yourself a really good meal. Get yourself a good night of sleep. Wake up and find a yoga class in the morning before heading out because I did it and it was probably one of the most intense yoga classes that I have had.
1: I slept my whole way through it in the A.C.
0: They also offer evening classes for the non-morning folk.
1: Which I also didn't go to. (laughs) Reminder, reminder, reminder. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review, and tell your friends. Tell them. Just tell them. Tell them.
0: So, Kerala is very well known for its food. It has got a little bit different flavor than the rest of India, but it is fucking delicious, let me tell you.
1: Everything is mixed to be rich with coconut being the main ingredient, and those spice levels, they're pumping.
0: Yeah. Restaurants in the Varkala area and along the coast generally have daily catch displayed where you can choose a fish and how you would like it to be prepared. There's seafood everywhere. You can find blue marlin, red snapper, prawns, crab, whatever the hell you want.
1: We suggest the red snapper or the blue marlin. It's, you know, the same prepared in the banana leaf with the local masala style.
0: We really fell in love with that dish. It was so
1: good. Uh, We hadn't had protein for so long and it felt so good.
0: Yeah, while you're there, expand your horizons, dive into their different spices. This place has such good food and they are passionate about it. So give it a shot. Do it. So let's talk a little bit about Varkala. Barkala is a lovely little backpacker destination and a touristic beach spot.
1: It's absolutely stunning, with 15 meters and 50 foot redstone cliffs jetting straight up from the beach.
0: Yeah, there's all the shops, restaurants, and accommodations are up on the cliffs, while the ocean and the beaches down below. Ocean is great for sunbathing. It's decent for swimming, although there's really strong currents, so be aware of that. But those strong currents make it an excellent body surfing spot. Uh, You can actually grab a surfboard and surf, but it's pretty tough to find a break that doesn't close out.
1: And to rent a surfboard is actually pretty expensive there, so...
0: India expensive.
1: India expensive. It's the same as renting a board in a Western country.
0: Yeah.
1: One bonus is the sunsets were amazing.
0: Definitely. If you follow us on our social media, this is where those amazing Arabian sunsets were all captured.
1: It's a holy city, so there's not
0: much for a party
1: scene. You do have to ask restaurants for a special menu for the adult beverages. And
0: that's only
1: if the place has worked a deal with the local popo.
0: I love a good bribe.
1: You know what? It works in some places. I
0: really love a good bribe. He's been
1: bribing me into this relationship the whole time.
0: It's working. This is a pretty famous spot for yoga and massage, particularly a style called Ayurvedic Healing and Massage.
1: You can expect to pay around $10 to $20 US for an hour massage. Super relaxing and on the cheap
0: side. We were there like 10 days and we really felt like we kind of got caught up on our budget.
1: Yeah. And I'll tell you what, these two guys who gave us a massage didn't have a clue what they were doing because we went for the $5 massage. Second time I've let a teenage boy rub me down. Interesting.
0: We'll talk about this off-air. It's really easy to get to Varkala from either Trivandrum in the south or Alapuza or Kochi up north. Something that we'd recommend doing is a little half-day trip to the bird statue. It's the Jatayu Earth Center, which we have um, our own little qualms about them calling it an Earth Center.
1: They wouldn't let us take our water bottles up, we so say you have to hike up these steps. Well, about you didn't a kilometer. have to about a kilometer, but it's hot, you know. It's in the middle of the day, and they wouldn't let us take our water bottles up. And we say, "Oh, well, w- why?" And they say, "Oh, we have to buy when you're up there." And we're like, "So you want us to buy more plastic bottles? Call yourself an earth center? Not very earthly."
0: Qualms, Qualms. as I mentioned.
1: But it's really cool.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> they've been working on this carving of this bird for ten years. They pretty much just. Carved a bird out of a giant monolith stone in the mountainside. It's definitely still in progress as of December 2019. Um, There's going to be other things that you can do there. They're going to have a museum, a little amphitheater built into the rock. A
1: virtual reality games room.
0: A full-on family adventure park. It's going to be freaking awesome. 5 to $15 per person as of the recording of this podcast. There's so many different things to do, but the views up at the top, remarkable. So definitely give it a shot.
1: And it is actually best to go in the evening because it's a bit cooler. Uh, you get the sunset views, and there's evening performances happening as well.
0: So Varkala, overall, great place. We loved it. Plenty of things that you can get out and do outside of the town as well, but a great spot to hang out, just get a tan, hang on the beach, have some good food.
1: Catch up on your zen. Yeah.
0: Let's give a little, couple bonus tips here, eh? Eh? Yeah, All yeah. right, uh, There's definitely more to do in Kerala. Um, we spent most of our time on the coast, but if you had inland to the Ghats that's a mountainous region you're going to see tea plantations up in Munar, there's going to be plenty of trekking for you to do and as we mentioned earlier there's wildlife sanctuaries where you can see a variety of bird life, elephants and tigers if you're lucky. These There's a couple of these throughout so you can check those out if you've got the time.
1: Overall it's a great place to visit with international airports in both Kochi and Trivandrum. Flights are affordable and it's a good way to ease your way into India. It's a bit less crowded than the people People are so friendly
0: so friendly like almost to the point where you're questioning the friendliness
1: yeah like why why why
0: but uh, we why think after friendly? our time there it was genuine
1: we actually asked one of our homestay guys about it and he <laughs> just said no this is what people are like in Corella so yeah. they're just delightful really
0: yeah absolutely so just about an hour's train ride south of Varkala you have the bigger city of Trivandrum. we went to a beach just uh to the West of there, I think it was, and did a meditation workshop for a few days of relaxation.
1: Relaxation. It was an interesting experience because neither of us can sit still for, uh, or quiet for any prolonged periods of time.
0: It was something.
1: I nearly got the giggles in the first time when we're wandering around the room pretending to meditate.
0: 20 minutes of sitting there meditating... Another 20 minutes of getting up and doing a walking meditation, which is essentially just following each other around a room in complete silence with Leanne and I trying our best not to make eye contact so we could keep a straight face. And then another 20 minutes of sitting meditation. I will say that it was a struggle.
1: It really was, but it was also very, I don't want to say relaxing, but it was like you emptied your mind. And there was nothing after, you know, like I emptied. I, was I empty.
0: definitely did not empty my mind. My mind was going a mile no, a minute.
1: But afterwards,
0: yeah, yeah, I, well. felt
1: like, I felt like what more could I possibly think about?
0: That's true. That's true. Like, <laughs> I went more? through all my thoughts. There's no more. But yeah, it was it was interesting. One of the things that our um, our guru.
1: Sure, that sounds cool. Karen, we had she, a, was we, she was lovely. She was an angel. She but was let's really call great. her a guru because that sounds cool.
0: Yeah, Karen was our, our meditation guru. And one of the first things she told us was, to just stay focused on your breathing and ignore all these little things that come up like itches or a mosquito
1: biting you
0: yeah if a mosquito lands on you just watch it and wonder hmm what's this little guy up to
1: he's fucking sucking your blood i know what he's up to and i don't (laughs) want him to leave a hive (laughs) on me
0: yeah and then he's gonna leave me itching and i'm gonna have to worry about the itching so it just it wasn't gonna work out in the end we gave it a shot we tried I I think that there was something to learn from it, just about slowing down for a couple hours a day and
1: not overreacting to emotional responses that you get. Just breathe and just empty a bit.
0: There was definitely something that we could learn from it, but it was a uh, it was a unique experience to say the least.
1: Definitely recommend it to people just to try. Yeah. Um, another thing that we actually ended up doing here was a bit of medical tourism.
0: I I got butt implants. They look great. I did well. I was getting weird looks at the beach, and Leanne told me that's what it was. So she convinced me to spend the money, and I got them cheap, guys. I don't think it's silicone. I think it's silicone, but um, <laughs> works just as well. It's great so far. Anyway, seriously, we went to a dentist there, and we had some minor major work done.
1: Yeah, I had some major work done. Um, we went in on the day we were flying to Sri Lanka two days later, and I've been searching long and wide, hard and wide, wide and far. That's the expression.
0: If you remember from um, our time in Nepal, we had to delay our uh, Everest trek because Leanne was having some issues with her teeth.
1: Yes, I needed a three D X ray of my wisdom teeth because I have some awkward impacted wisdom teeth, and yeah. So basically, I went in, I found went in for a teeth clean, found out they had a three D X ray I've been searching for. I got the x-ray, and then they removed the two lower wisdom teeth on the same day. Um, everything was super clean. Everything, I felt very safe. The The equipment was really modern. It was actually way more modern than my dentist back in the UK. And um, I will say, though, that they do give you local anesthetic, obviously. But the laws for, sed- for sedation might be a bit different here because I didn't get any sedation whatsoever. Uh, and that's the first time I've ever had work done properly on my teeth, so it was just a bit traumatic. For,
0: to, just looking to catch a buzz, really.
1: I was shaking like a leaf. <laughs> I was terrified. I
0: um, would say that Leanne came out right away and was a little bit suspect of the dentist's, of the dental surgeon's uh, bedside manner.
1: Oh, my God. So it fucking hurt right so it hurt and um anyway it's all done and I had a bit of a weird infection in one of them so you know it hurt even more and um anyway he just starts slapping my cheek like see it wasn't so bad and I'm like are you away you just spent an hour and however long just ripping my molars from my mouth and he's there slapping my cheeks saying oh it's okay it's okay Motherfucker. But uh, you know what? It cost me less than $600 for the x rays, complicated surgery, removing the teeth. Um, I had laser assistance, a clean painkillers, and stuff for afterwards. So, yeah, overall it wasn't terrible. I've actually finally recovered. The only negative thing I will say about it is that I couldn't enjoy any of the delicious food for the first week in Sri Lanka
0: uh regardless of this um i know it kind of sounds negative but we would highly recommend this dentist it was very very good facilities extremely professional and their follow up and communication has been pretty top notch mm-hmm. we i got a teeth cleaning it was great i think that the facilities are just as good if not better than anywhere in western countries and it's just so fucking cheap so if you're in the area looking to save some money on some dental work take a look in our show notes for the name of the company I've had a few experiences with medical tourism personally. Um, Besides this one, it was a hernia operation in Tijuana about a decade ago.
1: Coincidentally, about the same amount of time he's only had one kidney for.
0: Completely unrelated. Sure. Uh, Regardless, we recommend it. Check out the show notes. If you're in India, we did quite a bit of research. It seems like a great spot to jump into some medical tourism. Like to go ahead and thank Avail for their continued support.
1: And another cheeky reminder to subscribe and review and tell
0: a friend. Tell a friend, guys, and tell them to go check out the Small Worlds website, www.smallworldspodcast.com, to keep up with any info we've got coming out there. And to
1: see our travels live, not so in the flesh, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Small Worlds Podcast. And it's the same name on Facebook. Who would have thought?
0: Also, YouTube, we got some pretty cool travel videos starting to accumulate. So go check those out and let us know what you think. And as always, thank you. Bye!